Hi, this is The Greatest Story Ever Played. I'm Dan. I'm Jordan. And today we're going to be talking about uh, Above the Law, the third episode from The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. Yeah. And so our episode begins again with another flashback. Uh, This time it's with Javi and Kate, and they're looking for a propane tank um, in their neighborhoods. They're kind of scavenging supplies, and they kind of are talking and saying, we noticed this propane tank tank was on a truck i don't know a few days ago it's probably there if we could get that that would be huge for us yep and so they get there and the propane tank is empty uh so they're bummed out kate is kind of going into a spiral of like "Ah, i'm a fuck up we're a fuck up we're all gonna die sort of thing meanwhile though javi is attacked by a child walker who turns out to be one of gabe's friends and so during this like struggle uh, Kate kind of freezes, and then Javi is ultimately able to kill it. Kate says, sorry for freezing, but it was like, I know that kid. His name was Drew. He was one of Gabe's friends. And so, yeah, I, I get that. That would be pretty fucked up. Yeah, that would be very difficult, especially because this is like, um, it's not too far after the uh, whatever outbreak started, so it, it's still probably kind of a shock, you know, to them. Uh, yeah, I don't think that they've um, killed very many walkers or anything. Yeah, like especially that. maybe like, not like a one they knew who it was, or used used to be. Like, that's probably difficult the first or second time, I assume. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I assume it's always difficult, but yeah, especially at the beginning because you're still like probably have some hope that the world could be normal again or something. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Not great, um, but they head back home, and Kate says that they should move on. Like, um, that they'd been there for, uh, I think, like, two or three months, something like that, uh, at their the Garcia home. And David actually hasn't come back either. So, since we left him in episode one when he went to the hospital with their mom, David hasn't been back since. And I think Kate is kind of like, let's cut our losses, essentially, like this house isn't safe anymore. Um, I think she's pretty spooked by seeing that kid too. Um, so I think she's yeah. probably, I think she wants to not be in a spot where she'll see walkers of people she knows um, is part of it, which I get that. That makes sense. Um, so that that's sort of their situation. Should they move on? Um, when they're talking about this, Gabe and Mariana wake up and they, Gabe wants to stay because he's like, dad might come back. Um, but... Javi and Kate kind of convince him, we do need to go, like, we've used up a lot of the supplies that are in the neighborhood at this point, like, we should go and try and find other people, you know, all of that. So they ultimately opt to leave a note for David um, when they head off. Yep. Um, and then, uh, essentially, this is kind of where the, the flashback ends and, you know, right back into the middle of this, the reunion since, since, you know three weeks or three months or whatever it is before this event where um, they all got separated. Mm-hmm. Yep. So then uh, the game picks back up where the game last left off last episode, which was last episode. We arrive at the gates of Richmond, the doors open and David's there later. What? Um, and yeah. So, nuts. <laughs> yeah. Wild. He's, he's alive. He's actually in charge of the bad guys we were fighting before. So kind of wild. And so you pick up with that going on. And David ends up picking up Kate and takes her to the infirmary to see the doctor, and Gabe follows along. But the rest of the New Frontier say, no, 
the rest, uh, Javi, Trip, Jesus, you guys have to go to quarantine. We've got to interview you, make sure you don't have bites, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, we don't we don't welcome people into our community like immediately. You know, there's a little bit of a in between time frame. Um, so, which seems reasonable, I think. I mean, depending on how they're treated, you know, in the meantime, I think that's actually not the craziest idea. No, not at all. I felt like um, trip specifically um and i guess javi if you made him be that way we're a little more dramatic about it than they should be this seems pretty fair um to me yeah is yeah you gotta you gotta figure that out we're not gonna let just anyone into our community like have you met the people that are alive now they're not all good like (laughs) that seems pretty reasonable actually um but so they arrive and it's basically like a, a gym locker room that have like gates on them that keep you inside. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they get there, and Eleanor's already there. So um, while they're there, they're kind of talking about how to figure it. So you can kind of have them be like, oh, we think the New Frontier is bad. We think they're good. Javi, that's your brother. What do you think about him? Was he a good person before? Do you think he's a good person now? That's sort of the engagement you get into there. Yeah. So after that, uh, you have David show up um, after you're talking a little bit, and he he'll walk in during part of your conversation. So depending on how you talk about David, he could be like, "Oh, you don't trust me," or "Oh, he's just family," or "Oh, you know, something positive or negative." But David can end up walking in on something. I said something I think reasonably positive, because you know I'm not gonna let you talk shit about people <laughs> unnecessarily. <laughs> yeah, that. That was my uh, my thing too, especially if you know we're still debating on whether or not we want to be in this community. We're like, all right, we should try to play it somewhat cool, so we actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so David shows up though, and he says Kate really wanted to see you, so let's go see her. And while you're walking with David, you get to kind of catch up, and it's actually kind of nice. Um, by and large, of like. He seems happy to see you. You seem happy to see him. Uh, There's a part where they try to, like, fake you out and uh, be like, Gabe told me about it. And it's supposed to make you think that you say, oh, I I like Kate. Um, But since I I don't, I just didn't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, David's like, that Mariana died a few days ago. And you're like, she did. Your guys killed her. And David's like, those motherfuckers, Um, (laughs) basically. And he believes you, but he also is like, they're not supposed to be doing that. Like, I don't, I didn't tell them to do, like, they're not supposed to just attack people. That's not how we do things, kind of thing. Um, But he tells you to keep quiet about that. Don't tell anyone that you saw his soldiers shooting Mariana because... uh, he'll deal with it on his own. So you find out here that David is one of the kind of four people in charge of the New Frontier. And I, I think basically it seems like everyone's divided into one of those groups and their leader is allowed to deal with them as they kind of see fit. So David wants yep. to kind of keep that in-house. I'll deal with my people as they are. Um, and you say, okay, cool. I can do that. That's fine. Um, and then he takes you to meet Ava who is a trusted soldier of his. He's like, 
you know, I've been with her from the beginning. You know, I wouldn't be alive without her. If you can trust anyone here, you should trust her. She's great kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, Ava is pretty cool. I think I, I like her. She seems um, reasonable, I guess. Like, not a, an extreme person either way. And obviously trustworthy. Mm-hmm. At least to David so far. Yeah, I think so. And she was in... um. Clementine's flashback last time, right? Also, she was like the new frontier person that Clementine met um, in that bus or whatever. Yeah, and then I mean, we'll obviously we're we'll see her more. Um, <laughs> right. Yes. But so yeah, I feel like the all the glimpses we've gotten of her up to this point is she seems reliable. People who we would trust seem to trust her or have like good experiences. So that seems good. Um, so then from here, after talking there and meeting Ava, you go to the doctor, you go to see Kate, and while you're talking with Kate, um, Kate ends up faking some pain in her side, uh, and it's like, oh my god, and so David and Gabe run off to go get Dr. Langard, um, and then she says, I'm fine, Javi, don't worry about it, I just faked that to get them out of the room, uh, I have a bad feeling about this place, like, I don't like it here we should leave as soon as we can. Like, I don't want to be here. And you're like, what? Um, and then David, Gabe, and Dr. Langard return, and David sort of catches them in the act of talking. Like, not not fully that he's all the way suspicious, but a little bit. He's like, uh, what was that kind of thing? Yeah. So if, at this point, I assume if, you know, you've been kind of flirting with Kate, that would be a little bit concerned here, but... Um, you know, again, I don't think either of us did, so we're kind of like, oh, just talking, whatever. Right, yeah, I, I think so. I wonder if they, I guess we'll get there more in the game, but it seems like this episode really pushed that they want you and Kate to be an item and you to feel that way. But because I didn't play that way, some of the tension that's supposed to be there, I'm like, I, I don't feel that because, uh, like, yeah, it would definitely be weird if you, like, took over your brother's wife because you thought he was dead, and then your brother's not, and you're like, uh, <laughs> like, totally, that would be weird. But since I didn't do that, I'm like, I mean, I've been with her, but not, like, dating her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we've been keeping your kids alive, dude. Well. <laughs> right. <that's> kind of. Fifty <laughs> percent. Um, Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, that was your guy's fault, so, um. That's not quite our fault. Um, <laughs> but they, they show up. Um, Dr. Langard uh, does uh, either... He, he kind of confirms Kate's feeling, though, of like, oh, abdominal injuries, like, that can have sudden pain, so this isn't weird. So, uh, I don't know. Kate's faking worked out with how reality can be, I guess. Um, but he also says, you know, David, the other leaders of the council, they know my votes with you. I'm, you know, good with what you want for Javi because Javi kind of needs to make an impression with the new frontier for them to be able to stay uh, is what we're kind of going through. So from here we go to meet the council and uh, the council uh, consists of, we've got David, of course, he's kind of head of security. You've got Dunter Langard, he's head of medicine. Um, And then we meet Joan. She seems to be kind of the head leader of the council even and she is the liaison to the other communities kind of thing. So she's sort of their connection to the outside world. Um, and I think she's also like town manager, essentially. And then yeah. and then lastly, you've got Clint, who's agriculture. So he, he takes care of the food production. 
kind of thing. And so you get there, they sort of pitch you on the town a little bit, you know, here's what we are, the one thing we really value is honesty, if you can't be honest, you can't trust people, blah, blah, blah. Um, so you get little tests along the way, like uh, they show you two things of food and they ask you which one you want, and so you have to not <laughs> just be like, I like food, you have to be like, alright, I want the one I want, which was like a cake versus some vegetables or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of thing um but then you ultimately get to the brand that all the members of the new frontier have and they say it's crude but it's a good way to test commitment like if you're willing to get a brand of our community that does show you're more all in which i get that that makes sense i guess as a uh, as a way of kind of testing loyalty um yeah and they don't like in here they do say that they don't like the brand, um, but it's yeah. They say it's like a you know a good way to, like you said, test loyalty. But they recognize it's like kind of barbaric or stupid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, they're not like um, a cult that's all about their brand or something. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's kind of a mean. You know, it's useful for what it is, basically. Um, so you kind of go through that section and then it feels like you almost get to like part two of the interview, which is they bring Max in and they say, Hey, we heard you guys have issues with one another. Are they resolved? We talked to Max already. We want to make sure things are square. And so they basically put you on a spot where it's like, can you guys be cool with each other? Um, and you know, at first, it seems like, yeah, we could. Um, but then Max just basically blames everything on Javi. Um, yeah. And is, well, I mean, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and is like, well, they were stealing our gas, and they shot at us, and so then we had to destroy their town. Like, he <laughs> um, he just blames everything on them and says it in the worst way possible. And so, like, while you're talking with him, you can try to sort of counter those, like, we didn't know it was your car, we just found gas. You know, like, things like that. So... Um, Max is being a bit of a bitch, I would say for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, he he objectively sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so this ends up leading you to your first main decision in the game, which is: Do you honor your brother's request to keep quiet about Mariana? Because in this, Max is like, "We didn't mean to shoot her. They shot at us first, and we happened to hit her. Like you know, all sorts of shit like that." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they shot first and at a kid. So right, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, did you do what David wanted, or did you blame... What did you do here? Um, no, I... I went with, um... Or, yeah, sorry. I... Uh, what, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I, I, I went against what David said. And was like, dude, fuck you. Like, there's no way you're getting away with this. Like, I don't care... Like about David's reputation or whatever. After, especially after seeing Max and his response, I think initially I would have been like, "Okay, um, David, you you handle this quietly, whatever." But after all this, I was like, "Dude, there's no way <laughs> you can just say all this stuff." Like, fuck you. Yep. So yeah, I did, I I um, I guess I d- didn't go with what David said. Okay, cool. I same thing. I didn't go with what David wanted either because. Yeah, I felt like just Max lying so hardcore here. And also, like, they talked so much before this about being like, we're a community of truth. Truth is the most important thing, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, 
fuck it, I'm gonna say it then. Like, um, yeah, if that's the case, here it comes. Yeah, here it comes. You should punish Max. Like, they're bad. Um, but it doesn't work. Um, it's not good. Uh, so 66 of percent of people did what we did. We demanded justice for Mariana's murder. Max, you're bad. All of that stuff. This is what really happened. Um, 34% of people did keep quiet here. Uh, however, either way, we get kicked out um, of uh, the community. Um, so whether we uh, argue here or not, I think if we argue here, right, we just get kicked out because we <laughs> argue. Yeah, they just... Yeah, they're done with it. <laughs> yeah, they're done with it. But I think if you don't argue, then they're like, wow, we can't have someone like that in our community. So you're kind of screwed either way, uh, which is unfortunate. But um, you get kicked out. So Javi, Tripp, and Jesus get thrown out of Richmond. Uh, Eleanor, since she had medical experience, uh, Dr. Langard vouched for her, basically, and was like, you know, she could be my assistant, basically. So Yeah. So she gets to stay. Gabe and Kate get to stay because they're uh, David's family. But uh, the three of you get kicked out. And so you're outside the walls, and Ava brings you a bag that's got a couple of weapons, uh, including a baseball bat, and a <laughs> yep. map from David that sort of shows the areas around New Richmond, or around Richmond that they've cleared. And there's one area that he kind of highlighted that has been cleared, but it hasn't been set up to be used for anything yet. So it should be just like an open warehouse that you guys could go crash there while you kind of figure stuff out basically. Uh, yeah, so this is very useful, very helpful. Yeah, to me, this felt like David was doing his best with what he could. Uh, like, Yeah. I, it seems like if it was up to David, you would be living in Richmond, but because it's not his call only, um, you gotta go. So it seemed like his hope was kind of, if you can survive long enough, maybe you'll get a round two of trying to come in, um, but I'll try to set you up for success. Yeah, yeah. So pretty. It's yeah. It seems like David through this is trying to like. Uh, he's actually pretty reasonable, trying to play within the structure of the community and the rules of the community to change it, I guess, from the inside or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it kind of failed. But yeah, he's still he's still pretty good dude so far. Yep. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Uh, so from here, uh, Javi, Trip, and Jesus are walking to. Go find this warehouse that David circled on the way. Um, Javi and Tripp talk about relationships uh, with Kate and Eleanor, respectively. So Tripp's kind of like, so, I didn't realize that's what's your brother's wife. Like, is that weird that you date her? And again, <laughs> not dating her, I'm like, I don't, so shut up. Like, um. Yeah, it's it's so, it's so weird. Like, I feel like they sh- before this, they should have made, I don't know, other people observe things that could have been interpreted as like dating mm-hmm. that we you know just actually weren't doing anything i don't know i can't think of an example some kind of conversation they overheard but it was you know not not that but yeah for a trip to say this you're like dude what have i done that makes you think that other than talk with her just kind of yeah it's it's almost too forced i think yeah it's strange i it feels like with with a conversation like this it makes it feel like they shouldn't have made it seem like we have an option with kate like instead it should have been like you know, last episode, like, let's run away together, or I can't wait to run away with you someday, or something. Like, it should have been, like, options that are both yes, not <laughs> for us <laughs> yeah. where we could say, cool sport, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. cause there's all the times, like, before this, where you can have a reaction that's basically like saying, 
I'm not reciprocating these feelings, you know. And mm-hmm. you and I, I think, have just done them each time. So it's it's weird that people could still. I think that was a, probably a little mess up on their part of uh, building a game. But also, really, this is the gateway for him to talk about Eleanor because him and Eleanor used to date. He really likes her, but one day she uh, said, "I don't want to date anymore. We're we're kind of over." And so Trip's still really loyal to her, still like likes her. Uh, but she's not into him that way anymore. So that that kind of gives you background on their relationship, which I think is cool. But um, yeah, the Javi, the Javi Kate part's a little bizarre. But yeah, um, yeah, their conversation though is cut short because walkers show up um, a whole bunch, and so you know, <laughs> yeah, not very cleared, you know. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Jesus and Tripper fighting some. Javi gets to kill a couple with his baseball bat, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, I think again, knowing that Javi is a baseball player, you're like, yeah, he can probably <laughs> really, yeah, sw- really kill it with a bat. Got some power behind those those swings for uh, sure. Uh huh. Which was awesome. Um, he kills a couple, but there's a point where he gets into a dicey spot where he is almost uh, bitten by a walker, but then Clementine shows up and saves the day and saves him. Um, and it's a nice little reunion. You're like, okay, cool. We're uh, we're back with Clementine, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, then uh, from here, uh, Javi and Clementine are talking, and Javi's like, we made it to the New Frontier, and actually my brother David is one of their leaders. He tried to like keep us, uh, but got kicked out, but Kate and... Eleanor and Gabe are still there. And Clementine's like, oh, David, he's an asshole. That asshole's still alive? (laughs) I didn't know he was your brother. And you're like, yeah, I didn't know he was alive. But you get uh, a flashback from here of Clementine with the New Frontier. Uh, And it's them before Richmond became their, like, settlement. Uh, So they're, like, kind of camping, essentially, out in, like, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and they're also a lot smaller, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their group's much smaller. Uh, it seems like things are a lot more dire. I think it's colder, like uh, winter setting in, like that sort of stuff. It's not a good yeah. scene. Um, and AJ is sick. He's not doing well. And the meds they have are limited. And beforehand, they tell Clementine, you can't use those meds on AJ. That kid's going to die anyway. You need to save those meds for someone who could actually you know be saved by them essentially and you have clementine uh, sneak into the infirmary dr Langard's like high as shit on the bed asleep um and, and then wakes up kind of high um and yeah yeah he, i mean he's clearly using the meds for not people that need them right uh, yeah yeah he's not doing well um and you have the meds, and you're getting you like plan to uh, use them on AJ, but this is where your kind of next decision comes up. Yeah. So at this point, um, you know, if you can take the med- the medicine, use it on AJ, obviously, or you, or you can not do it. And the fear here being that if they find out, they could kick kick Clementine out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I ended up using the medicine because. Part of me was just like, dude, fuck that. If this this doctor is just going to waste medicine by getting high on it, I'm going to quote-unquote waste it by saving AJ's life. Also didn't buy that it wouldn't work on him. I think that was just an excuse to 
not save a kid who's useless, you know, mm-hmm. at least in their mind. Yeah. So also pro AJ 20, like all, all the way. Yep. 2000%. So, yep. I assume you also did the same thing. Yep. I also did the same thing. Uh, I, there's no way I think Clementine wouldn't do this. You know, like this is, yeah. this is fully within Clementine. I don't think she'd be convinced not to try to save AJ. Like the fact that she's been taking care of a baby for a number of years before this, like, I don't really think there's any time where she'd stop. Yeah, especially if the medicine's, like, in her hand, you know? Something that could really help him. Like, right. Keep, you gotta do it. Yep, gotta do it. Um, yeah, also, basically everyone did the same thing as us. 85% of people inject AJ with the medicine, 15% don't. But um, what happens with the 15% that don't is you basically get snuck up on while you have it and you drop it. So you get in trouble for wasting it. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so either way, Clementine gets kicked out of the community. Um, so from here, David comes and is a big asshole. He and, is a big asshole. <laughs> and it's like, how could you be so selfish to waste medicine on a stupid kid who won't live anyway, basically? Like, it's pretty harsh. Uh, <laughs> and Clementine's like, you don't know that. Like, he's here now, basically. And... Uh, it basically results in that Clementine is kicked out of the community, but they take AJ from her. And they're like, you can't keep him, though. Um, which is pretty mean, but uh, I-, I can sort of see where they're coming from. Like, I don't know, sending two kids off to nowhere might be their death. So I can sort of yeah. see what they're thinking. But it's still real mean. And so you kind of have a, you have a quick, like, minor option of you can either say goodbye to AJ before you leave or you can spit in david's face which i said goodbye to aj i feel like that's probably what a lot of people did because yeah that's that's more important i mean like fuck david here for sure but you know aj needs that like real goodbye (laughs) yeah for sure it's not worth not doing that for something mean i mean it would have been nice if we could do both but right yeah i would do both if i could for sure (laughs) yep (laughs) um (laughs) So you kind of hear that story and you're like, man, that was a dick move by my brother. Like, sorry you had to do that, Clem. I I think I gave Clem a hug here and was like, I'm sorry that happened. That sucks. Like, um, and she was like, yeah, um, yeah, Clementine kind of reacts to this being like, yeah, AJ was supposed to be the one in my group who didn't die, which you're like, oh, just feel bad about like Lee and Kenny and like basically everyone Clementine's ever known. Um, And you're like, man, that sucks that like you went so (laughs) really sucks. (laughs) Yeah. You went so far to protect AJ forever. And then finally he got taken away from you. Like, uh, which I I, I think put into perspective a little bit uh, of what Clementine's been like. You know, Clementine was pretty hard in the first two episodes towards us. And yep. with this in mind, I feel like that makes a lot more sense. I'm like, you've you've probably truly been on your own since this time. And basically, people hasn't worked out for you, so. Yeah, especially after this with, like, I mean, AJ's obviously not her kid, but essentially. Right. She's been raising him like he's her kid. So to have your mm-hmm. kid forcibly taken by a group of people, like... Yeah, you shouldn't probably trust groups of people that quickly. Right, yeah. They've only been bad for you, really. Um, or if they are good people, they just die anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, like, that that would be hard. That would be hard. Um, so, the, yeah, a little tough, um, for sure. 
But our group from here, um, the four of them then, make it to the warehouse that David had told them about. And they do manage to get inside as walkers close in. Uh, so you get a little fighting, um, but you ultimately make it inside the warehouse. While you're inside the warehouse, uh, a little bit after, David comes and knocks at the door. And Clementine actually points her gun at the door and says to leave him out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is intense, but uh, I let my brother in. I wasn't going to not do that. Um, yeah, and, you have to. Yeah, you have to. He's I obviously like there to help. <laughs> right, yeah. He didn't leave us here to screw us. Um, so I let him in and Javi, like, or not Javi, um, Jesus disarms Clementine. Um, but then you <laughs> have like a tense moment where, you know, Clementine and David just kind of stare each other down. And David's like, what the hell is she doing here? She's bad news. And Clementine's like, you took my kid and he died or whatever, basically. Um, and mm. David's like, AJ's not dead. You were right. He uh, he did pull through. He was stronger than we thought. <laughs> yeah. And and you're like, what? Um, which was, you know, a big reveal for Clementine. She thought AJ was dead. Yeah. Um, and uh, David's like, I don't know where he is, but you could talk to Dr. Lingard. We could get you hooked up with AJ. That's fine. Um, which, that's pretty, yeah, that's, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I felt like all in all, it was like, all right, this is like pretty good overall. And even feels like it showed, a, an, again, a, a little bit better of a side of David than, you know, we just saw him be a shithead in the past. But this seemed pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it, it seemed, yeah. Well, I'll save some of this for the end. But Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah so... You talk there. Uh, however, your talking is cut off. Um, oh, no, actually. Um, you also start to kind of walk around the warehouse, and there's a bunch of shit there. There's, like, containers, tons of supplies, and some of the containers belong to Prescott. Um, and Tripp's like, what the hell? This is our stuff. And Jesus is like, oh, I recognize these from other communities, too. I saw some packages from the kingdom. Um, ah, the kingdom. Yep. Yeah, which was a cool reference. Um, and David's like, I don't know anything about this. We we don't use this warehouse. I don't know why we have this stuff. Um, and he does seem to truly not know. It doesn't seem like he's lying to us. Um, to me. Um, yeah, I agreed, or agree, but, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Then our group has to hide pretty quick because they hear people. Um, and it's Max, Badger, and Lonnie. And they're there talking about their issues with David, saying that David and Javi suck, basically. And then <laughs> yeah. one of them comments that, you know, I'm so glad I killed Mariana. I would shoot that little girl again if I could. Um, so fucked up, man. Yeah, total assholes. Um, and so this, of course, sets David off. Um, so he runs. He disarms uh, Badger. But then Max shoots at him. And so this sort of leads for a free-for-all going. So Max is running away and David goes after him. Clementine and Jesus go after Lonnie. Javi goes after Badger. Um, so we're trying to kind of run all of these people down. And it seemed like they really had like a scatter moment is people all went different ways. And <laughs> yeah. so I, I assume it's sort of, well, if one of us gets out, that's good sort of thought. Um, but you stay with Javi, of course, going after Badger. And you end up in this office with him. You end up fighting each other uh, for a little bit. You... I think one of you swings at the other one, then another one swings. It results, there's a part where, um, at first Lonnie had a shot, or not Lonnie, um, Badger had a Max. shotgun. Or Badger, yeah, sorry. He, he had a shotgun, but he dropped it mm -hmm. uh, in there, and 
you had a bat, and I think you swung your bat at him, but then the bat went away. Then there's a point where he's about to swing on you with the bat, but you pick his shotgun up off the ground and you shoot him in the chest. Um, yeah. And he goes That's pretty gruesome. Yeah, it's gruesome. His guts are gonna like fall out, kind Great. of kind of thing. And so he like slumps down. And he's like, "You blew my guts out." And then you're sit. You're <laughs> just really funny. Yeah, and you're standing above him with your baseball bat, and you get your next decision, which is, are you gonna bash his head in with this baseball bat? Or are you just going to leave him there to let him turn? Um, yep. So what did you do? I left him to turn, man. I, <laughs> like, yeah, so I... Uh, um, part of me is like, well, I want to kill you. Be, I feel like you deserve it. But you also... The worst thing to do is leave him there to turn. Mm-hmm. And fuck this guy. So I was like, you know what? You can turn. So, I mean, it was just pure evil, I guess, that I did that. It's also pretty foolish because then there's one more walker but um yeah they, he, he sucks uh, he, i just feel like he didn't deserve a quick death he deserved to turn yep yeah i don't feel like he deserved a quick death either i smashed his head in with the baseball bat but um i was definitely just thinking on how i was feeling not or i guess i was just going with how i felt which is i want to smash this dude's head um yeah rather than choosing like i, I think you chose the more evil thing which is what badger deserves i would say um <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I just rocked his head. Uh, so Rocked it. <laughs> yeah, you hit his head like three times with the bat, and then Tripp's like, I think, I think that's enough. I think you did it. And you can just keep wailing if you want. Um, I think I hit one more time after Tripp said this stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I, I guess there's also actually a couple. So oh, um, 67% of people d- uh, destroyed Badger's skull, so did what I did. <laughs> destroyed it. <laughs> 30, 33% of people let Badger turn, like you did. I guess there are a couple variations if this interaction goes a little different, where you can, um, like, make his death a little more slow with the bat, or faster, maybe. Or, uh, I think there's an option where if Conrad's still alive, you can let Conrad shoot him. Um, so, it can be a little more varied than the two, but, um, it seems like you have to do the sequence of events like perfect to get there because the amounts that there were were like two percent. They're really low. So okay. wh- when I wrote the percents down, I just rounded it and excluded them. But I yeah, guess there that, are a couple fair. a couple rare options. But it seems like you have to really like play it a very specific way to get them. So okay. Um. Yeah, I was pretty content with letting him just die. No, yeah, I, I like that. If anyone deserves to be a walker, it's Badger, for sure. Yeah, huh? yeah. Um, <laughs> so then you get downstairs, and you see that uh, David subdued Max. They were fighting, and David like gets Max on his knees and has a gun pointed at him. And Max says, this was Joan's idea to raid supplies from other communities. Um, she said we needed them like to, I don't know, survive as a community. And that... Uh, you know, she knew you'd never be on, in on this, David, so she did it behind your back and had us do it. But I'm willing to help you. I'll snitch on her. Uh, you can take me back and have me do that. Um, <laughs> and so uh, this ends up our next decision. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you can choose to accept that or you can choose to <laughs> have him. You could kill him or have David kill him, whatever. Um so I ended up um, just, well, I, I didn't, I let David kill him. 
personally. Oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely didn't trust him. Like I feel like the minute we accept your offer and you get back there, you're just gonna totally go back on your word because you're a piece of shit. So why would you not? Yep. That's my thought. Did, what'd you do? Uh, I killed him myself. So same thing. I was like, I don't trust you. You, you've been shifty this whole time. Like, it's better if you're not in the game anymore. Like you're dead. Uh, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you don't get to yep. live. Kind of thing. I felt like after like their non remorse about attacking us, I was like, none of these people get to live. I'm gonna kill them all. Well, yeah, especially after I forget which one set up. Yeah, I definitely shoot that little girl again. You're like, all right, dude, that's just pure yeah. evil. Yeah, I think that was Badger who said it, who we already killed, but, like, yeah. still, I'm like, you guys were all part of that. You were all fine with it. Sorry, you're all going down. So I just, yep. like, I don't even know if I let Max finish making his offer. I think I just killed him, like, right away. I was like, fuck you. You're done. That, like, Nice. Um, Like you said, though, right, David is also a variation that can kill him. So for this one, 56% of people brought Max back with us, and 44% of people... Uh, had Max get killed. But I think, again, that's a subsection of, like, maybe 10% of people did what you did, where David kills... I just said nothing. I was like, well, I assume David's going to shoot him anyway, so... Right, where it lets that happen. Um, versus, like, for me, I actively just shot him. I was like, you're done. Yeah, but, that makes sense. My, my one thought was, like, I mean, this dude sucks, and I hate him, but Mariana was David's kid, and David's holding the gun. I'll let him do... Like I feel like he deserves the kill shot versus me. That that makes sense. I I didn't really think about it that way. I was just again I think in my blind um, rage after killing Badger, I was like I'm just gonna kill all of them. Like yeah, none of you get to live. Sort of feel. Um, so that was where I was at. Um, Bubbles on Twitter though wrote in and they said when the game first came out, ten uh, year old me let him live, which I still don't regret. So they, they uh, did the opposite of us, so less bloodthirsty than we were. Um, well, <laughs> or me, at least. a 10-year-old, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Making That was a more mature decision than I made as a thir- <laughs> early 30-something. So um, good job. Um, <laughs> so from here, though, um, we walk outside the warehouse, and Clementine and Jesus say that Lonnie got away. Um, which, side comment, I feel like if anyone's chasing people down, <laughs> Jesus and Clementine definitely could catch them. But uh, yeah. the story definitely needed someone to get away. But I feel like someone getting away from David or Javi would make more sense to me than Clementine and Jesus. No way. No one gets away from them. But Yeah, uh, de- definitely not. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Lonnie got away, though. And he's probably headed back to Richmond to warn Joan. Um, so... They're sort of a, we should get back to Richmond fast kind of thing. But Jesus uses this time to condemn Javi for killing Badger, brutally, for me at least, and being like, hey, I thought you were a good person, but like good people don't smash people's heads in with baseball bats. And I'm like, eh, they do sometimes, Um, (laughs) kind of attitude. (laughs) Um, Did he condemn you too? Um, No, no, no. Uh. He didn't. He he. Um. I think he just decide. He decides to leave. He yeah. He decides just to leave. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. In in mine, he also decides to leave. He's like, well, my people are probably dead based on all of this. I have enough info. I'm gonna go warn my people. And so Jesus fucks off here, which makes sense. Um. 
we get that. Also, you clearly won our bet from last time, so... Um, <laughs> what was the bet again? Uh, I think I owe you a dollar, so... Uh, okay. I bet that Jesus would be gone at the beginning of the episode, and this is really most of the way through the episode, so... Yep. <laughs> you, def- you definitely won there. I, um... I thought Jesus would be gone much sooner. Um, but, because I couldn't remember any of it. Um, <laughs> so, but Jesus leaves. Makes sense uh, that he's gone. Um, so now you return to Richmond. You take uh, one of their cars that they had gotten. One of, uh, I think we take Badger's car or whatever. And yeah. we, ma- we make it back to Richmond. And David knows sort of a secret way that will have less security to get us to sneak in. And so when we get there, we decide that we should split up. That'll be the best way to kind of do everything we want and hopefully not get seen. Um, So David is going to go get some allies he has still in Richmond and go confront Joan. Meanwhile, Clementine is going to go to Dr. Leingard to find out about AJ. Um, And she lets us know that she's just going to leave after that, actually. That, you know, this isn't my thing, um, but, you know... I'm going to take that car that we drove here. I'm going to get AJ and leave. And we're like, cool, that's fine. You're owed a car. I get it. Um, Like, yep, you should probably do that. Yeah, I felt totally fine with that. Um, And then Javi and Tripp are going to go to the hospital, get Kate, Gabe, and Eleanor. Uh, So we head there. And when we get there, uh, Javi talks to Kate. And Kate says that Joan had actually stopped by. And that David has been removed from whatever leadership position he was in. Um, and that basically, like, you still have a place here even if David doesn't sort of thing. And Kate says that she wants to leave. Um, she's pushing da- pushing Javi pretty hard. Like, let's just run away right now. Richmond, yeah. Richmond, David, they're not our responsibility. They're not our problem. It's not our fight. Um, <laughs> and... Gabe hears Kate saying this, and he is on the other end. He wants to stay. He wants to find David um, and sort of stick with that plan that David had set up with you to do this. So what did you go with here? Oh, I for sure stayed with David's plan. I mean, like, one, like, come on, David's my brother. David's Gabe's dad. He's your husband. Like, what, what the fuck are you thinking? Um, just, Kate just seems really selfish. Um, so I, I just, it just seemed like a really bad plan. Mm -hmm. Like, how are we just going to escape and leave? Like, there's, that's just not, one, that's probably not going to happen. And then two, definitely just can't leave our family like that. Just, it's, it's just dumb. Yeah. I didn't like her plan either. And yeah, I was like, what? Cause you know, she was like, we survived all this time without Richmond, without David. Like we can, we're better on our own. And you're like, no, you. Yeah, that's that's. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the first episode opens with, or once we're out of the flashback, like this sucks. We're in a van. Yeah, it seems like we've just been struggling. Um, so yeah, that was that was um, not great. So I I did the same thing as you. I stuck with David's plan. I was like, no way. Um, and I think you know up until this time, David has been largely cool. I would say yep. so. You know you're my brother, I'll side with you. It wasn't just, he's been a shithead, but he's my brother. It's like, eh, he's been pretty cool, I would say, up to this point. And yeah, minus a, that flashback. Yeah. He's mi- been super great. And that was a long time ago. Right, yeah, minus the flashback with Clementine. Uh, yeah, not bad. So 
Uh, stuck with David's plan, 53% of people did that, including both of us. 47% of people chose to leave with Kate, which um, I'm surprised by. That's a big difference. Um, Bubbles on Twitter, though, wrote in and said, Yeah, uh, I trust David, so I went with his plan. And then they made this general comment that I thought was cool. Is uh, Season 3 is that season where I can side with each person, such as David, and not Kate. Um, or presumably vice versa. It's not like Kenny and Lily in season one since I simp Kenny too hard. Um, <laughs> so, yep, we can agree with that. Um, I, I, yep. Team Kenny for sure. Uh, even when Lily was right, it's still hard to agree with her because you're like, eh, I'm, I'm team Kenny. But yeah, too bad. Always Kenny. I, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, here I could see that. I could see totally having a playthrough where you do this. If, like, we'd romance Kate the whole time and stuff like that, I could see this being a part where, like, yeah, fuck off, David. See ya. I'm in a bolt. Um, so, yeah. So. <laughs> Pretty grimy. <laughs> yeah, definitely grimy. Uh, but I can see how someone could play that way, for sure. Um, but you, okay, so we both went through with what David wanted. So what we do is we go to David's house. We drop uh, Kate and Gabe off there. And then Ava is there, and we go with Ava to confront Joan. And we get there. Uh, David and Javi and Ava are there. And then it's Joan. You've got Clint, Dr. Langard, um, Lonnie. I think there might be a couple randos as well. And we say that Joan has been ordering raids on other communities. That, you know, we found a warehouse full of stuff from places like Prescott or the Kingdom or whatever. Like, And we heard them talking about how they were glad they killed Mariana and, you know, all this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and they, they like, kind of are like, oh, that's pretty bad. Um, and so then Joan is like, well, Lonnie, why don't you tell the truth? What's really going on? And Lonnie's like, well, David had us organizing these raids. He said if we got extra um, stuff for the community that, like, we'd be really good people for that, blah, 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 like that we're family. Um, so Lonnie's super shitty <laughs> uh, and just lies and reverse Uno's it to David. Um, and this ends up in a spot where, you know, everyone's got guns out. They're all yelling at each other. You hear a shot go off and then the screen fades to black. Episode over. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So pretty wild. Um, so, okay. That's the episode itself. Moving to some general thoughts about it. Uh, one thing I really liked about this episode is there were multiple times where I thought I fucked up where I like made a decision and then immediately I was like maybe I shouldn't have made that decision uh maybe I should have done a different thing like when I blurted out um what happened with Mariana in the beginning I did that and then we got kicked out and I was like shit maybe I should have done that differently or you know different things along the way and I would say that that's uh that's a spot where Telltale, I would say, is really working. Is if you really question your decision after the fact, and you're like, fuck, maybe I should have done the other thing. Um, so I thought this episode really worked in that regard. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of... Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of the decisions were... They kind of played on your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, killing Badger or not. Um, taking Max up on his word or not. Yeah, that the thing you just referenced. Like, I guess if you have sided with Kate this whole time, like you know, do you sacrifice your relationship with David or do you go with Kate, whatever. I do really think there's a lot of times where they kind of like, yeah, the decisions are very emotional. They're not kind of like, what do you think is best? It's like, Mm -hmm. what do you feel? So I I thought they did that pretty well too. Um, Yeah, total. Yeah, I think one, 
One cool thing is I think it you get a lot of David in this episode, and I think they do a really good job of fleshing out his character more. Because, um, yeah, you see him in, obviously, in episode one, and he's super, uh, like, he, he, you know, you get, he gets in a fight with you, he blames you for a bunch of stuff. He's kind of, like, in your face and aggressive. And then you get the flashback with Clem, but then you see a bunch of um, him just being, like, pretty reasonable, um, pretty loyal, like, a pretty good leader, probably, like, mm-hmm. in the community. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you get a lot of different sides of David, which I thought was, I think they really fleshed him out really well this episode and made me actually care about him versus, like, if they'd done this poorly, I, I think it would have been easy just to not even care about him at all. Like, well, I haven't seen you in three years, like, eh, whatever. But they, like, yeah, I think they did a good job with that, too. Yeah, I agree. I, I ended up uh, thinking David was pretty all right, I would say, by the end of this. Like, I would say he's all right, and I like him, probably in a similar way to Kenny uh, in some ways, of, like, mm. yeah, he's kind of a shithead, and, like, <laughs> uh you know, he clearly has an anger problem. He's probably not a great husband uh, or father, like different things like that. But also I felt like there was some of that of like, you're not heavy, you're my brother sort of feel like um, <laughs> yeah, in there where you're like, yeah, but like you're, you know, you, you gave me a weapon that would be specifically good for me. <laughs> and, the bat. The bat, <laughs> right. Yeah, you gave me my super weapon and you sent me to a place where I could be safe. Um, you want a scheme to be able to keep me in your community. You want me here. You, you want this to work. You know, there's multiple times through in the episode where when you do what David wants, like, like us showing up to confront Joan, he's like, you're my brother. I knew I could count on you. Like things like that. Like he really wants it to work out. I think he wants to be equals and be brothers, you know, like, yeah. Um, on the opposite side, if you fuck it up, he's like, man, I wish I could count on you or something. Like, it's something negative. <laughs> yeah, something that's like, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like, oh, ex- ex- damn, that ex- sucks. Right, exactly. And I, I think that they really landed that, like you said. I think that if they wouldn't have, like, it would be easy to just leave because you're like, you're right, Kate, this isn't our fight. Um, or whatever. Like, sure, he's my brother, but we haven't seen him in three years, like you said. But instead, it's like, no, I'm, I'm in. And right now, I feel like, you know, excluding Clementine... He's probably next up for me for people I'd want to side with. Um, yep. Like, you know, Clementine, of course, gets all loyalty. Uh, but, you know, of characters we've met here, I would say uh, David is number two. More than Kate or Gabe. They're important because of their family, but, um, you know, I, I would take David, though. Um, more than Trip, more than Jesus, more than yeah. whatever. You know, I, I would say David is probably my number two right now, which... I didn't expect. Yeah, I um, I mean, I feel the same way. He's, yeah. yeah, he's definitely like the this episode or this season's version of Kenny. I feel like that was a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, because Kenny, like you know, if people hate Kenny, you're like, yeah, I get that. That makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, he's know. flawed for sure. Right, and and so is David, very much so. But um, it I wonder if. He's not quote unquote like grown up, but kind of with the apocalypse. Like you said, he does seem to be a leader more than like he seemed to be more of a hothead in some of the flashbacks. Yeah. Um, I guess that was a comment Kate made even is that like he was better at war, so he's probably more at home here, which could be true. Like maybe mm. maybe he has that soldier syndrome kind of thing, and so he can just 
I know what to expect, so I'm able to reorient myself better or something. I don't know. Yeah, that that could be very true. But whatever, whatever it is, I mean, he by and large seems all right. And I can even see where he's coming from with the Clemenstein stuff when he kicked her out and you yeah. know, not using the medicine. I understand what he's saying. He was an asshole about it and, like, all of that stuff. But Yeah, you kind of see his hot-headedness there. Right. Like, maybe the right call, but really poor execution. Right, yeah. I feel like it could be fair to be like, sorry, you know, we don't take, you know, if you steal from us ever, you can't be a part of us. Makes sense. That's a pretty reasonable rule. Um, but yeah, he, he was just such a dick about it um, before he kicked her out. It was like, eh. But yeah, I don't know. All in all, though, I feel like him, yeah, definitely up on him. And I hope that uh, this trajectory of liking him continues in the next episodes. Yeah, same. Um, well, I'll just go on more. Cool. I, I really like Jesus a lot. I think he's one of my favorite Walking Dead characters in general. And I like that he was in this game, but at the same time, it kind of felt, uh, I don't know. It was like an unnecessary shout out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like their kingdom reference a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like knowing that, okay, this kingdom exists in this Walking Dead Telltale universe. Um, makes me think about, okay, well, where does Richmond fall in with the other communities that we know in the, sh- in the show or whatever? Like, I, I like that, but I just feel like it was kind of. The only reason they had Jesus in here was for that exact, that moment. So it just kind of felt, uh, I don't know, forced, I don't know if it's the right word, but like for him just to be here and then leave, it's kind of like, ah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel that. I think in in a similar related way is like last time we talked a bit about the kind of Jesus and Clem errors of like on our last episode of how it's just it didn't make a lot of sense maybe to have them there just because like how could anyone choose anything that's not pro them sort of thing and i thought this episode did that a lot better i do think they grew there like like you said i like that kingdom reference i thought that was a fun world building thing now like you said did you need jesus to say that probably not um could have just had the boxes in there and then be like oh there's stuff from the kingdom here or just showed you the box and said nothing about it right or or even if you had a made-up telltale games character in jesus's role this whole time <laughs> like if there was uh-huh. just a brand new character who is from you know one of those communities they're from alexandria they're from hilltop whatever and they're like oh i'm bill i live in the hilltop and you're like oh i didn't know there was a community called hilltop you know whatever you probably could have just made something up like it i don't know that it needed to be jesus to get that reference but i liked that reference i thought that was cool but then i thought in that related feeling i thought they did do a good job of pitting clementine versus david and that that actually felt tough you know like i, I opened the door for david and i was like i gotta there's walkers out there what do you mean clementine but you did feel some of that tension. You were like, man, David was a huge asshole in that story earlier. Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know. Objectively. No, yeah. And you felt that. And, you know, at least I I imagine both of us, but, you know, we have that disposition towards Clementine. And so this was a spot where it made us choose against it. We had to, you know, like, I'm sure some people didn't unlock the door for David. I think if you don't do that, then Jesus opens it for him. 
or something. Yeah. So, you know, David still gets in there. And I think in that, that's another spot where David could be like, come on, you'd left your brother out there. Like, <laughs> which is fair. Um, yeah, super fair. <laughs> yeah. But you, you get that. But, you know, for us, it was like I had to get directly go against Clementine because I was like, I need to open this door. This is David. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, he's been cool. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So I feel like you felt that tension, actually, because you're like, David, you're my brother. You've seemed pretty cool up until now. Clementine, I really like you. And you told me this shitty thing my brother did in the past, who I know also does do shitty things. You know, like he's been shitty to me in the past, too. So I I, I thought that was actually a good tension because up until now, I would want to choose towards David based on the things we've seen. But I also have that longevity with Clem and all of that. So I thought that part, they actually landed well. So I it does yeah. it does feel like they learned a little bit from episode two till now, like yeah, um, in that development time they kind of were like, okay, this is how we should do these things that work because also all of the decisions except giving AJ medicine I thought were more challenging too. So I think they yeah I think they really kind of righted that path here. Yep, yeah, definitely agree. I think overall this episode's really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, I, I didn't have any idea what was going to happen in general as it was going. And as things were happening, I was like, shit, what's going to happen next? Did I do the bad thing? Like, you know, when we got kicked out at first, I was like, dang, if I would have done that right, could I have stayed? You know, like, I wasn't sure. So I I thought they did really well here. And I'm excited to see what the next ones bring. Like before, I generally speaking have no idea what's coming. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah. Me too. Nice. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? Nope. I'm I'm all good. Cool. Awesome. Well, all right. That is Above the Law. If you have other thoughts on this episode, definitely send them our way. We'd love to keep talking about this episode. I'm, yeah, I'm really eager to see where this goes. I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like this episode was such a boost um, for this. So I'm definitely pumped to see what happens next. Um but yeah, if you'd like to uh, talk to us on Twitter, our Twitter is at StoryEverPod. Our website's TheGreatestStoryEverPlayed.com. Uh, that has links to all of our old episodes, including the previous Walking Dead seasons and season four. Those are there. Um, also links to whatever podcast app you use. That's on there too. Uh, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can do that at Patreon.com slash TheGreatestStoryEverPlayed. There we've got monthly bonus episodes that we do that are topical in nature. So we've talked about things like fantasy football. We uh, talked about our favorite Walking Dead characters. We talked about our favorite franchises in video games, stuff like that. So if that sounds like something you'd want, um, go check that out. And um, yeah, that's really our episode, and we'll see you next time. See you. See you.